principles in the Bible do say that we should not stop gathering. You still have freedom of speech, you still have freedom of religion, you're just going to have to do it a different way. I'm not telling you you can't worship, I'm just telling you where you can't go to do it. I'm loving people now, one of the ways is by keeping six feet away and keep, keeping people safe. Some religious leaders are battling the state in court, while others are pitching in to help keep everyone safe. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a few moments, we'll be talking about some of the virus's impacts on religion in a conversation with Rock Church Pastor Miles McPherson. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Tuesday, April 14th. To date, the county has reported 1,930 cases. 83 of those are new from yesterday. The county also announced that six more people have died, bringing the region's death toll to 53. There is good news as more than 680 people have recovered from the disease locally. Nationally, more than 45,000 people have recovered. California's governor is outlining a framework for reopening the economy. 10 News reporter Rachel Bianco explains the six key indicators that will guide when the stay-at-home order can be loosened. They include expanded testing, preventing infection for those most at risk, assurance that hospitals can handle surges, development of therapeutics, a plan to maintain social distancing at businesses and schools, and a way to quickly reinstate stay-at-home orders if needed. But this phase is one where science where public health, not politics, uh, must be the guide. The governor says California is bending the curve, but we need to move forward cautiously. We are not out of the woods yet, and we are not spiking the ball. But we also extend a recognition in that light uh, that this can't be a permanent state. And I want you to know it's not. But the governor says business as usual is a long way off. Normal, it will not be. Uh, at least until we had herd immunity uh, and we have a vaccine. Newsom is working with the governors of Washington State and Oregon. He says other western states may join the regional effort. Rachel Bianco, 10 News. Now the San Diego County Fair is officially postponed until 2021. The event has been up in the air. All March and April events at the Del Mar Fairgrounds were canceled. The fair was supposed to begin June 5th. Today, the governor made it clear that large gatherings will not be held this summer. The board decided there won't be a fair this year. The FAA is giving more than a billion dollars to help California's airports stay afloat. The money will help replace the lost revenue from the sharp decline in air travel since the pandemic began. Lindbergh Field will be getting $91 million. McClellan Palomar Airport, Gillespie Field, and Brownfield will each be getting 157000 LAX is getting $323 million. Taking a look at the topic today of golf course regulations in San Diego. Now, I'm a golfer, and I've driven by some courses that are completely empty. Others, I've seen people on them. Uh, some have even had golf clubs. And I wasn't sure what was up. Tennis reporter Mimi Alcala was looking into those regulations and joins us right now. Mimi, so what is uh, the county, the city, what are they saying about golf course usage right now? Yeah, Ben, so golfing or parking at a golf course is prohibited right now under the San Diego County's latest public health order. Um, So that falls under the closure of parks, recreation areas, um, and beaches. So the county has also banned active sports activities at those types of facilities. 
Um, but the sheriff's department recently clarified that there is a little bit of an exception. So if management at a golf course wants to keep their property open for people who do live within a walking distance, they can, but that's not for golfing. Um, however, people can walk, hike, bike, and even horse ride in some cases. And that's only as long as members of one family or one household do not actually play golf or gather with other people. So don't drive to Torrey Pines and definitely don't bring your golf clubs. Absolutely not. And also, actually, San Diego police, they tell me that the same rules apply within the city. However, the city-owned golf courses, which includes Torrey Pines, Balboa, and Mission Bay, those are all completely closed off to the public for all activities, um, which also includes even walking. Well, Mimi, thank you so much for the clarification for all of us golfers out there, and I appreciate you spending a couple of minutes with us. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. Three Southern California churches claim the stay-at-home order violates their First Amendment rights. They're now suing Governor Newsom and Attorney General Xavier Becerra in a fight to reopen their doors. The lawsuit claims the state is criminalizing church attendance. One California sheriff says the churches are putting lives at risk and not just their own. He put his entire congregation in jeopardy. By putting them in jeopardy, one person could have showed up not known they're infected and infected the entire congregation. This congregation now goes out and gets with their family because they think they're okay, and then it continues to go. One pastor in Riverside County was fined $1,000 for holding a Palm Sunday service. We're discussing faith in the time of COVID-19 today, and joining me on the podcast is the Rock Church Pastor, Miles McPherson. And first of all, Miles, it's good to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great to see you. Well, before we get to some of the uh, the really big questions, let's start with the technical ones. Um, what are the logistics like of trying to maintain worship services during a time of social distancing? You know, we've been doing online church for several years, so the online part wasn't a big deal, uh, but it was getting used to, you know, preaching to, to an empty room, which I've done before. <laughs> and so it wasn't that big a deal. And, and actually, we're getting kind of used to it now. You know, a lot more people watching and we only have to do one service and they play all day. And and so it's, it seems to be working out fine. I just feel for the people who've lost their jobs and, and who are suffering through the virus. But from our standpoint, you know, we had to make adjustments as they uh, lowered the, the gathering number because usually we'll have 10 people on stage or now it's down to one. And so those those adjustments were kind of tricky, but we've been making it through. Well, anytime there is uh, any sort of, of crisis in San Diego or beyond, it seems like the Rock Church is always using it as an opportunity to help people. And I, I saw some of the programs you guys are implementing. Tell me about the, the N95 mask respirator project that you guys are working on right now. Exactly. I never heard of N95. I think now everybody knows what that is. Uh, the, the Office of Emergency Services, uh, well, we, we started asking, how can we help? How can we help? And we've had some people from our church who work at OES, and we said, how can we help? And they had 300,000 uh, uh, N95 respirators with expired rubber bands. They kept snapping. So we're re repairing them, putting new rubber bands on. We've done about 56,000 so far. And if people want to help, we're at the Point Loma campus and the San Marcos campus in North County. We need volunteers. We're doing it five days a week. Uh, they could just text the info, the word info, to five two five two five, or go to our website, and anybody can volunteer. We pre-screen them online, and then we screen them again when they get there to make sure they're not sick and they haven't been out of country, et cetera. Uh, but we're doing that five days a week, and those respirators are, you know, critical to our frontline workers. 
And so it, we're excited about, you know, being able to help in a very critical way. And we also have collected uh, about 100,000 PPEs of different kinds from the community in the last week. Uh, we also have a, a group of women who are sewing tailor-made, I shouldn't say tailor, homemade uh, masks. They've uh, made over 1,100 so far. And we've, we've also delivered 1,100 meals to hospitals. Uh, we're working with 11 hospitals now. We're getting meals to the people in ICU and working with the COVID patients. Just had the Easter holiday over the weekend. Um, from people that you've talked to, whether it's over the phone or on a on a Zoom conference, whatever it is, how have you felt that they they have handled you know this time of pandemic and how has it impacted their faith? Well, I can tell you, worldwide, people are on their knees. Uh, church attendance globally has skyrocketed. Uh, even media interviews that uh, that are asking about these kind of things have skyrocketed. People are are being drawn to God as most mostly what happens when people find hard times and they lose their job and they they go to God. And I know God's saying, "Listen, I've always been here. Now, hopefully, when things get better, you don't walk away from me." But uh, I, we've seen we've seen an explosion of interest in spiritual things and in Christianity. That's what I'm involved in. Um, and it's great. Uh, and we're able to give them the message that we've been given every week and every day anyway. The Rock Church is obviously taking um, socially distanced precautions, uh, as many other churches are. But there have been some pastors around the country who say that that's not God's will, that they still want to gather in, in defiance of, of state orders and what the scientists have said. Science and religion have not always coexisted very well. What's your opinion on that topic and and? pastors who might have a different view of what's going on right now? Well, I will tell you, science and science and spirituality and God go hand in hand because God created science. Science only tells us what is. God's the one who made it. And actually, science leads us back to ask who created this beautiful uh, world that we live in. Um, I think, you know, the number one commandment is to love God with your heart, mind, and soul. And the number two commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, I, I'm loving people now. One of the ways is by keeping six feet away and keep, keeping people safe. And, and part of doing that is, for me, not having church in a building. However, we're reaching two and three, four times more people now not, have, not being in the building. And so I think, I think we need to look out for other people and think about the bigger picture. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I, I just read today one of those pastors passed away, uh, which is very unfortunate. But I think that you know, we need to think about other people uh, and what's going to keep people safe and the laws of the land this law to to keep safe and close down your your gatherings is intended to keep people safe. I don't see it as anti-God at all. Finally, what's your message to people who are feeling a little cut off right now? They're following stay-at-home orders, but uh, that means not a lot of contact with other people. Maybe they don't. They need that hug. They need that you know just handshake that they get on Sundays or any other day of the week. What's what's your message to people out there? Well, I would tell you, it's natural to feel that way because we are relational beings. God created us for a relationship with him, and he created us for a relationship with each other. So it is normal. Um, I would encourage you to do Zooms, do FaceTimes, but also uh, work on and do what you have to do to increase your intimacy with God. What a time to spend more time in prayer, spend more time in his word, and developing your relationship with God. God is not a religion. It's not about going to a building. It's about a relationship. And that's what we need to focus on. Um, there's a lot more ministry happening now. 
than ever before, in my lifetime, ever before. And it is not limited to a building. So I would encourage you to, you know, connect with people as much as you can. I did a FaceTime with 20 of my cousins and aunts, uh, like yesterday. And, I, and we sat there and looked at each other and said, how come we haven't been doing this? So take advantage of the technology to stay connected with people, but also, most, more importantly, stay connected and get connected with God. Faith in the time of COVID-19 with Pastor Miles McPherson of Rock Church. Uh, Miles, it's great seeing you. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, would you mind if I pray for our, uh, our city? Of course. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity. We thank you that you have risen from the dead. We just celebrate that on Easter. Thank you that you are alive. You are powerful. You are still on the throne and you love us. I pray that you would draw all of us closer to you. And though we are separated from each other, we would sense we are never separated from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. Here's an idea that might work in San Diego. Oakland is trying out a plan to give joggers and walkers enough room to exercise while practicing social distancing. The mayor is closing several streets to vehicle traffic, which isn't a huge problem right now with so few cars on the road. She says the decision allows more people to get some fresh air. Right now, only a few residential streets are closed. If the plan succeeds, the city could close nearly 74 miles of roadway. 10 News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to 10news.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to 10news.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together. 